Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing today? It is an incredible morning, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited about uh, today's show. And, uh, you know, I, I love the fact that w- what we do here on the All Four Seasons Home Show, you know, we really go out on a limb to help our help our listeners, all right? We make sure that we, uh, we we don't have any shady characters on here, any shady companies. We and we get down to the root of the problem, right? That's right. Just, right here, just like the Democrats, right? Uh, we, uh, they get to the root of the problems. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You don't want to get me started on that because then we're going to – we'll leave that to the morning extra. Yes, Tug, Rhino, Carlos, every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, the morning extra, giving you the straight story, right? The truth – sometimes the truth hurts, Dan. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes it's in short supply. You know? And people need right to now. people need to woke up – I mean, wake up yeah, from – uh, they sure do. Yeah, so uh, – and we we, we – we, you know, and we also got the talk master, Neil Bortz, who's going to tell you what he thinks – several times a day here on Extra 106.3. And uh, the the immovable force, Kim Peterson, the Kimmer, every day, what, 3 to 6, Monday through Friday? Quite a lineup. Kim Peterson and Pete Davis and Flounder. Um, So, you know, if you want the truth, Extra 106.3 FM is the place to get it, the home of Fox News Radio and Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. That's right, Jim. But now we got to talk trees here, buddy. You, you, are we talking trees today? This is the city of trees, Atlanta. It is. It's when built you ta- out of forest. Well, well, let me tell you, when you talk about trees in Metro Atlanta, there's only one man to talk to, a former guest, an old friend, Mr. Bob Coombs of Tomahawk Tree. Bob, welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Well, thank you, Jim. Good to be back. Well, we're glad to have you, and I know you're busy as the devil, and, and we really appreciate you taking time to give our audience some good tips and advice, and uh, uh, so we're, we're proud to have you. And uh, we'd like to start off by, you know, we get new listeners all the time. They may not be familiar with you. Can you give a little short bio on yourself and how you got into this industry and how Tomahawk started? Absolutely. Uh I started uh, in the landscaping business. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a brief start in the uh, in the food industry and uh, I loved the landscaping and one day somebody came by and said hey you want to get into into trees I mean I got into trees and eventually became tomahawk and tomahawk has been uh, um, world champion tree removal well uh, you know people know tomahawks kind of getting a, become an Atlanta institution isn't it well, I should be in an institution uh, <laughs> as busy as we are, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a good ride. We've right. uh, uh, we've accomplished a lot of things. I think we've we've seen the direction uh, change from from the old timey. Uh, I knew a guy who pulled out trees with mules. Uh, the The mayor of Yeehaw. the mayor of Roswell's brother Wayne would come to 
to a job site and he would have a team of mules and pull now it it was uh, there was very little property protection back then uh, and now it's changed 360 mm-hmm. property protection now is is what it is all about uh, there's lots of uh, guys still doing it doing uh the big bobcats with the grapple buckets on front which just destroy people's property right. now we're operating on these uh, plastic industrial equipment mats with little mini bobcats and we're able to to literally do almost zero impact tree removal and we recently had a customer that had his best friend was with one of the biggest tree companies in the, in Atlanta. It's actually a national company, and he chose us because of the of the low impact equipment. Wow! And a lot of people they don't think about that, do they? And, until they're in the middle of it. <laughs> it, it is a shame that that people tend to consider price only. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they def, definitely do in the tree business How about i think the door it's business same thing huh you know listen i i don't feel the same way with the with the doors i feel like you know there's probably 10% of people it's that's price and that's it but i feel like if you show them a different quality door or whatever you know on a, on a certain product your customer. but with a tree right they're just thinking hey this thing's gone doesn't matter how they do it you just you know this guy's going to get rid of it the same as this guy so i think that might be a little bit of the tree Removal, why prices, you know, tends to be a big factor for a lot of people. Yeah, and I try to uh, encourage my sales staff to to talk to people about the minis on the mats. Um, that's a that's a big deal. Um, the other thing, uh, you know, it's been busy, and one of the reasons I think it's been busy. You said it's the city of trees. Well, right. a lot of those trees are old trees, and old trees in urban areas have problems. Oh yeah, and the the buzzword of the day is xylem. That's the inside of the tree that's defenseless against fungus and bacteria. And the older a tree gets, the longer that bacteria and fungi have to eat that. That's the whole center of the tree. Uh, hence the tree hollowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the older it is, the uh, more likely it is to be very hollow. So. You know, we talking about you know the 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 uh, the cost of, of of professional tree service. What a lot of people need to understand is not only the investment in equipment and and not destroying your landscape, but also it costs money to be in business and and do things the right way for the right reasons, like just insurance and that type of thing. A lot of these guys that are coming there wanting to do the trees so cheap in your yard, they don't have any talk about that that the the the, the liability and all that. Bob. Well, uh, I had a customer um, the other day, and I said, "Look, I'll, I'll make sure you get the best price and get, you know, even if it's not me." So I said, "Well, let me." She had a couple estimates, and I said, "Well, let me check their insurance company." Mm-hmm. Um, and I could spend days trying going down these these crazy rabbit holes, but. There was no one to talk to at this insurance company. I tried to get one of my office staff to work on it. She's like, Bob, I hit a dead end, just yeah. like you, everywhere. So there's these companies out there. I don't know. I, I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, it, it can't cost much. Mm-hmm. You can't get a certificate from them. And I was just going to get a certificate if issued in her name, and I couldn't get it. Uh, our insurance is real, and it's real expensive. That's too. right. I, I think... You know, the listeners out there, maybe a few of them out there understand the cost of insurance, but I think everybody out there 
if you think about what can happen when a tree comes down, you realize how badly you need that insurance. And those insurance companies really charge for that because these things happen. Yeah. And you know, 33 years in business, multiple crews, we've had accidents. We've had pieces of trees that were rotten that we couldn't see from the ground fall out. And it's not how you fall down. It's how you get up and how you take care of your customer. Yeah, there's no question about that. And that's for people that have, have never owned a business. That is that is, that's true. You're going to have employees that make mistakes. You're going to have situations that just happen. And it's how you deal with it. And most people, when you deal with it the right way, they may be mad at first because you got to make a second trip or you got to, you know, you got to repair something. But if you do it the right way, it's amazing. You usually have a customer for life. That's right. Bob, homeowners don't understand that their homeowner's insurance is not going to cover it if one of these guys fall out of a tree and, and breaks his back, right? Uh, they, they think they think that it don't, isn't it the contractor's insurance that covers all that? You know, it should be. And that's um, why it's important to deal with somebody who's legitimate. That's right. That's right. It's not when everything goes right. It's when something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's when you need to protect yourself. And that's why it's it's a good idea, too. Get that certificate issued in your name. Yeah, and I th- I'm sure everybody's seen a few of those pictures with the tree going through the house, you know, either on the local news or passed around on their phone. I mean, it's... Or the crane. It, it's, or the crane, yep. I've seen that, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's real, right? I mean, now, these things happen. Now, when you get into tree removal on that level, there's lots of other insurance, like boom insurance, uh that you need to make sure that they have because it's funny how they break all this up into little pieces so that of course so they can make the most money but uh there's there's different there's an inland marine policy just for the boom that's that's not to mention all the other insurances that you've got to have too I, I think if I could miss my insurance payments for just one month I could just go ahead and retire <laughs> wow yeah yeah it's yeah. huge well, it shows how responsible uh, you know, your company is to, to maintain these insurances and keep them current. That's right. Because people need to be, homeowners need to be aware of being shown a certificate that's expired. Right, Bob? Talk about that. It used to be, we decades ago, in the 90, early 90s, uh, we, prom- we had a consumer awareness hotline. And back then, it was just good old boys. Um, that were in the tree business and we got death threats from it and that's back when we advertised in the yellow pages and uh we we were spending seven thousand dollars a month in just atlanta yellow page advertising and with the consumer we were the first people to ever do their own consumer awareness hotline i think i had a guy named jack pepper record it uh and it was fantastic. It, it told how to check different insurances, make sure the company was fully insured. Well, you know what? It's amazing how fast time goes by when you have an interesting guest. And we're already up against a break here on the All Four Seasons Home Show. But for just joining us, we're here with Bob Coombs of Tomahawk Tree, giving us lots of good tips and advice. And Bob's got a lot more to share about, you know, why it's important to pick the right tree company and what can happen with your trees. So we'll be right back after this short break. Don't go away.
This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearcos, and I want to remind you to download the, the Extra 106.3 app to stream anywhere, any place, anytime, all the time. Right, Dan? That's right. No excuses, Jim. Yeah, a- absolutely. It's very, very convenient. You know, you can always listen on the radio, listen to us on Extra 106.3 FM, or we're simulcast 1230 AM. But the, the app, you just can't beat it. No, no matter where you're at, you don't have to worry about the signal or anything. Right, Dan? That's right. I mean, and again, you, they can go on anytime and download one of our shows. If it's uh, a year from now, you got no need for tree removal, but all of a sudden you do, uh, eight, ten, 12 months down the road, it's easy to hop back on and, and, right. and listen and understand what you need to know about when you're calling a tree. That's right. We've, we've got a whole library of information on the uh, Extra 106.3 website. All the shows are on there under the All Four Seasons Home Show, but we also put every show out on Apple, Google, and Spotify. So if you're listening to Bob Coombs here from Tomahawk Tree, and you say, gee, I wish my brother, you know, heard this. He, he's having all kind of problems. Go on the podcast. Your brother can listen to Bob anytime, anyplace, right? Let's do it. All right. Uh, like I said, we got Bob Coombs here from Tomahawk Tree. And, Bob, when it comes to trees, it's, it's not just about removing a tree because it's in, in your way. And you want, maybe you want to build a swimming pool. Maybe you want a patio. Maybe you want your grass to grow thicker so you don't want so much shade. There's a lot of trees where there's disease. I want you to talk about the disease, what it can do, how it works, and you know what we can do about it, and what tomahawk tree can do to alert the homeowner about these types of diseases. Well, look up. Dangerous trees are mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some... Uh, you know, I went to a plant biology workshop many decades ago, and it was really a, uh, a class on everything I really never wanted to learn. When I started studying over arboriculture, I really loved taxonomy and identification of trees. I loved rigging and, and, and tree removal. I loved um, just everything about it, uh, pruning. I even took classes in bonsai. I've been to Taiwan to, to learn bonsai. And when I got to this class, I was almost tricked into going to it because it was on in Beaufort, South Carolina. The girl said, bring your boat. And so we brought our boat, but this was a difficult class. And it was about root damage and soil uh, types. And I didn't want to learn about that, but I was kind of forced to. And there were some big names at that, at that class. And they considered the 
the month of the land disturbance because the sap could be up, the sap could be down. They they considered the the whether it was a cut or a fill in in the construction end of it, it whether they cut the root or put dirt over the root. They considered the species of trees because some trees rot faster than others. Our post oak is like our epi wood. It's they made posts out of it, stuck it in the ground, and they'd last almost a, you know 150 years. Um, poplars, on the other hand, very quick to rot. So they can, had all these considerations. And when, when a builder comes in and, and, and grades the land, it starts this decay process because it injures the root. It cuts the root or smothers the root, and the root starts to rot. And there's a, it's a one-way trip into the root mat or what we call sometimes the compression plate of the tree. And once it gets in there, it's in the xylem of the, of the root or the trunk. That's the center part that's kind of inert. It's, if you will, it's the two, if we were to mill a piece of lumber, it would be the two-by-four. That's why we protect our house from, from rot. We make sure it's sealed up. We make sure it's painted so that it that the fungus and bacteria don't get to the xylem which is the two by four and these trees and if the tree was there prior to the original land disturbance or any land disturbance it could be a secondary disturbance of the land like you building a pool you the roots will get damaged if they're in that work zone and that decay will start now we can also look at these trees and we could teach homeowners how to look at these trees and come up with a uh, um, a, try an assessment uh, we do free hazard tree assessments but there's all kind of ways you can look at a tree and see if it has problems well it's incredible I'm very impressed Dan with the knowledge that that Bob has I mean this is you, you can't you, you can't tell me that Every tree company has this kind of knowledge that he's talking about. No, but expertise. I will say, Bob, you had me on the edge of my seat. I thought you were going to tell me what to look for when you know when we got a bad tree. How can the average homeowner understand if there's a problem and it needs to either be looked at from someone like you, or it just that tree needs to come down? Well, people ask me all the time, how do I protect my property? Let's kind of start there. Well, first I say the obvious okay a homeowner can look at a tree and if it has a big steep lean towards towards the structure that's something that needs to be ta- that's, common sense yeah it's it's obvious um trees pretty much like to be straight up on level ground that that this is atlanta we have rolling hills that can't always be be a, you know possible but so when the builder cuts out a spot for your home, the, the remaining trees are going to try to start growing into that open space and start becoming heavy on that side. All the limbs on one side of a tree leaning towards your house is a structural defect that you should, I recommend that homeowners get be, go to the backside of the tree and look at the lean. Even I make myself do it because I can look at a tree and go, oh, that's not, not too bad. And then I go to the back and go, oh, your house should be the place you run to when the storm comes, not the Holiday Inn or Hilton. So the next thing I'm going to look for is, again, the obvious, holes in a tree, big hollow spots. I want to see big, beautiful flared roots that are two and a half times the diameter of the tree. I want to make sure that my my branches are are 
complete to the top and not dying or have elbows in the tips of the branches. That's called tip dieback. That's a sign that the roots were damaged. And so where are they missing the branches? On the top or the bottom? Or on the top. On the top. What will happen is the branch will die at the top until the phloem can kind of stop leaking because they'll leak. And when they leak, it's the root hairs at the end of the root are like the alveoli in your lungs. They pressurize the system. And when they're cut, the system starts to leak. And of course, if you're pump, you're, if you have a pump, the hardest place to pump to is the furthest up and the furthest out. And that will die. And they call that tip dieback. And you'll look for little elbows in the ends of the tree. The other thing you want to look for is if the tree has suckers growing up the trunk. That's a sign of a diminishing root system. When it, We all know that a squirrel buries an acorn, and that acorn puts down roots, and then it puts out a top. The next year, it put, puts down more root so that it can grow a bigger top, and it repeats this process throughout its life. So when we have a diminishing root system, the sap is pooled in the trunk areas, and when it's really bad, it's pooled in the limbs. And we can see this, this type of growth. Well, that's wow. interesting. Yeah. You're, you Ooh. are an expert in this field. I will tell you that right now. That I didn't you... want to be, but <laughs> I got tricked into this. And, uh, and we did catch some fish. <laughs> wow. I tell you, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed by the, uh, the knowledge. And, well, you know. and, and listen, if it, you know, and, and there's a bunch of crazy things that happen too. I remember in my old house, my neighbor had some, some dead trees, right? And he didn't do anything about it. It fell over in my yard, and guess who had to take care of the tree removal and repair the fence? Why? It was me. Why? It, because it landed on my property. and that Is and, that and, true? It is true. It's called subrogation. And what it is is if you have a tree, let's say the tree's in the national park, which is basically we own the national park, right? Mm-hmm. And it falls across 100 homes. Each home divides liability and ownership. It's your property. It's an act of God. It's also a gift from God, whether you like it or not. Well, let me ask you this. Let's let's say we're in a subdivision, okay? And the neighbor has a tree just over your line on his property, and it falls over on your property and damages your fence. He he's not liable to help with any of that. You have to Not really. Wow. It, it I I That's I went amazing. through it. I went through it and um you know, the only thing I can think to do is, you know, if you notify him, hey, you have a dead tree and maybe you do something and write it like you need to remove this. And then it happens. You you may have the ability to go sue them because you, that's that's negligence on his end. But you do have to notify him in that situation. Correct. It's a good idea. Um, it's the law says you need to notify them by certified letter. In the 33 years that I've been in business, I have had this happen really one time where the neighbor notified him, the other neighbor of a tree that was impending doom. The neighbor got an arborist, which is a one-day class, remember, to give him his arboricultural opinion on the tree. And since it had green leaves, he said, well, it has green leaves and it seems to be a healthy tree. The tree, of course, fell, taking off the brand new cantilevered addition to their home. 
the police put a police line in their home. They used a remote control to control their TV on the uh, house, the preserved house part of the side of the tree. So they, um, it was the only time I've ever seen this happen. Both people had different arboricultural opinions. My my opinion was that the tree there was a driveway on both sides of the tree. There's no way it had any roots. But the other per, the other arborist, uh, his opinion was different. Well, Jim, you know what you what you need to do, and you know most people are, you know talk to their neighbors might say something. They're probably not going to send a certified letter, but you know it, it is. I just thought that was one of those stories that you know people just. It wouldn't know, right? Like Jim, Jim, you know, Jim's saying, that's crazy. Well, it sounds crazy to me too until it happens. But that's why everybody that's listening, you know, like Jim said earlier, there's a lot of reasons to remove trees, right? You just don't want them there for certain reasons. But you do need to keep your eye on these dying trees or the leaning trees and all that kind of stuff because once it goes, there's a lot of damage that can be done. These, these trees are enormous and heavy, and they can do a tremendous amount of damage now, to are your there, home or car. Are there trees like you mentioned? The poplar is so so uh, easily, you know, readily ready to rot or succumb to disease. Are there trees that, if we want to plant trees on our property, that we should we should lean towards those types of trees and stay away from other trees? Any thoughts on that? Well. Um, some trees tend to be uh, shorter lived than others. The recipe for longevity in a tree is a central lead and alternating 45 degree branches, just like the redwoods. They live a long time. Um, if you're looking at, uh, say, evergreen buffers, uh, we know now that the Leland cypresses are all being infected by a fungus called Passolora. Also, the, the Arbovitae, which is the same leaf structure, is being attacked. So uh, I don't need a million calls about uh, what trees to plant, but those are the trees you just don't want to plant because you'll get them from the nursery and they'll have the disease on them. Mm. Uh, as far as deciduous trees, um, I kind of lean towards uh, the harder hardwoods, the the um, the white oaks, the Schumard oaks, uh, I think they're a little more impervious to rot. Uh, I like the, the 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 stateliness of those trees. I think they're beautiful trees. Um, you know, if you have a you know a a yard that's twenty by twenty, you wouldn't want to plant a huge tree like this. You you probably want to plant more like a Japanese maple or an upright Japanese maple uh, for a space like that. Um, How are the maples? The different maples. Well, if you can find a maple, I think red sunset maple is one of my favorites. Uh, it, it tends to maintain a central lead with alternating 45-degree branches. But some of the, the cultivars and subspecies will have uh, steep upright crotches, which is a structural defect. And that is, that's, if, you don't, if, if you're not handy enough or, or, or um, educated enough to know how to prune that and when to prune that and and uh, what to do after you prune that, um, I'd probably suggest either hiring a professional or uh, picking a different tree that doesn't have that habit. Mm. Well, Well, listen, there's another thing. I'm shifting gears just a little bit here, but I know you have a lot of really expensive equipment. I mean, not only is the money on this stuff um, 
astronomical, but just the maintenance and everything else. I think talk a little bit about that because you know sometimes people think these tree companies are very expensive, and you know we talked about insurance already, but there's some other things. There's some real cost that that come into you know the tree company removal. There is a there's a lot to maintaining this equipment. Um, you know, it's not. I mean, you buy brand new equipment, and I remember demo, demoing a chipper. The salesman was so proud. We bought back then. It was a sixty thousand dollar chipper. He stayed an hour with us. He left, and the hydraulic tank went kaput and dumped fifty gallons of hydraulic fluid on my neighbor's on my customer's drive. So it wow. can be a double edged sword. Even new equipment has to be broken and. Uh, and there's a lot to it. We have, you know, full-time mechanics that help us with this. Um, we literally are a full-blown hydraulic shop just to maintain uh, the equipment. We are the gas station. We have on-road diesel, off-road diesel, gasoline. Uh, so we don't get get uh, stalemated at a uh, gas station. With um, Plus, it's a waste of time. You know, when you go to a gas station, all the guys want to go in and eat eat lunch and 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 go to the bath. Oh, they wait till the last second to run back in and go to the bathroom. It's a it's a huge waste of time. But you know, every bit thing about it the tires, the 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 air filters, the every grease fitting, every bearing has to be cared for. It's it's just overwhelming. And I know that Tomahawk Tomahawk has a reputation when that equipment comes to the person's home. It's clean and shiny. You always keep all your stuff looking great, don't you? You don't let it. I, just, I try to. Yeah, yeah. I that make to. you can tell that, that makes a difference. You know what? What's crazy is that in order to to have a chipper and a truck that's going to be a hundred percent, you really need to have two chippers and two trucks. You have to have redundant equipment. Um, to run two crews, we run four Bobcats. Uh, to run two crews, we have seven medium-duty dump trucks. To run a log truck, we have two log trucks. It's just the way it is. I have racks of tires just to just to keep my my trucks rolling down the road. I have a great relationship with my tire guy. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, we buy a lot of tires. And all that equipment has to be insured. It, it right. does. It does. And if it's new, it's going to be full coverage insurance. And lots of it's new. So if you want to jump in the tree business, you better think twice, right? Because you better know what you're getting into. Well, and, and besides that, you watch these guys climbing up these trees. I mean, I always think these guys need their heads examined for going up on these trees. I mean, talk about the type of person you need to hire to go climb up these trees and go start chopping the tops there's a craft unto itself isn't it well you know some of these trees that we get into uh the other day you've heard lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place right right well i i get a call and i go out on a popular country club and there this the homeowner meets me with a hard hat She's got her hard hat on. And I'm like, uh, what are we looking at here? Oh, you'll see. We go back, and there is a 30-inch pine tree that had, had been hit by lightning probably 20, 25 years ago. And when, after the, when it got hit 25 years ago, all the spirals that rotted. And then it got hit by lightning again, and it blew all the rot out of the tree. I mean, it was 
It was unbelievable. And I'm like, I think I better go get my hard hat. <laughs> and so she's like, I said, I don't know if I can get a climber to climb the tree. So I said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to one of my job sites at lunch and I'm going to grab my best climber. I'm going to bring him out here. And he came out and he looked at it and he looked at it and looked at it and looked at it. And he says to me, he goes, I'll do it. We just need to get a crane up above it. And so we brought out a crane and reached over the house almost into the over the whole backyard almost into the golf course and we lifted that tree one piece at a time very carefully having him tied into another tree it was just just one of those on the edge of your seat and it's then almost we, like surgery it is and then of course we have to worry about our house we wanted to you know we had to swing the, the material over the over the structure so yeah some of these guys uh, we had a tree yesterday that was uh, was so rotten that the spikes slid through the the mush on the outside of the tree and they couldn't climb it. Hmm. And, and I would just think, you know, as, as, as good as you guys are, kind of knowing these trees and how rotted they are or whatever, there's got to be, you talked about it earlier, how the outside looks fine and the inside's totally rotted. I mean... How do you know? That stuff's, that's right. How well, do you know? Well, you know, there's ways to tell. And that's why I really suggest that people call us up and, and get a free hazard tree assessment. Um, we can, you know, I joke around. I go, I can see through trees after 33 years of looking at trees that have fallen over. And I look at every one. Uh, I can I can just about see through a tree. You can also drill to get grab a drill, grab an auger bit, and drill through it and see if it's hollow. You know, a tree can recover from a, a you know typically from a small little you know three eighths inch drill bit. They and you're d- cutting it down anyways, typically, right? Well, That's why you're out there. If it's hollow, so you're going to cut it yeah. down. And there is a there was a device called a resistograph that has a sixteenth of an inch drill bit that will drill through it, and it's hooked to a small graph, and it will tell you the condition of the wood as you drive. And typically, an arborist company is going to charge you for that, but it's a good way to um, to to um, see yeah. if a tree's hollow. That's technology. We talk about technology all the time, how it's mm. changed so much um, in every industry, really. But uh, you know, these little tools over over time that uh, you know, and I I know we're going to get pretty close to or we're getting pretty close to a break over here. But that that's another thing I want to talk to you about is technology and how it's affected you. Um, is it the same old thing it was 33 years ago, or is it totally different, or is it, is some the same and some of it completely different? Oh, it's come it's come full circle. It's uh it's a whole new world now. Well, I tell you what, you were you're probably one of the more interesting guests we've ever had on here because I'm just sitting here, I'm just enjoying listening to you talk, Bob. I mean, it's it's great. It's a it's a plethora of information. It is. It's uh, there's you know it's it's funny. There's so many people we have on. It seems like you could you could right. only talk for five minutes about right. something, right. and you could talk for two hours, no problem. Well, we got more. Please join Bob for the last segment. We'll be right back after this break.
In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos, and we've had a, a it's, it's been a great show, Dan, here. Uh, interesting, uh, full of jam-packed information with Bob Coombs of, of Tomahawk Tree. And uh, uh, Bob, how has technology impacted your industry? Well, you know, I, I was telling you earlier, we... Uh, we had a fellow who'd bring out a team of mules pulling pulling logs out of folks' yard. Yeehaw. Well, you know, the newest the as technology advanced, it, it wasn't that much better. Um, we've got it got down to where we had log trucks with big cables and booms on the top that would pull the log out of the backyard. Mm. And as you can imagine, there's lots of obstacles that you have. So we would use different pulleys to pull them left, pull them right. And and I don't know if you've ever seen a log drug out of a yard. It's kind of like pulling out a bulldozer in reverse. And it brings all the earth and debris with it. It creates a canal. It creates a canal. <laughs> and and what that's that's just the first pull. Yeah. What about the twenty trees that you're gonna pull from the back? There was a loader called a silhouette loader, and these things were so dangerous. And basically what it was was a brake hub with a cable attached to a reel. And they would you would basically hit a little master pull a little master cylinder, it would put friction on the, the drum brake, and it would start turning the, 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 the drum, which turned the spool. Well if, as you pulled it all the way out and this cable full of full of uh, snags where the cable would fray and it would you'd have to have gloves and it would it would occasionally rip through your, your skin. And you'd pull this out, and when you got down to the end of the roll, you had tremendous torque. And when the guy up on top of the, the crane pulled that lever, that thing had all the torque in the world. Some, the truck was either going towards the log, or the log was going towards the truck, or the cable was breaking. There was, there was, no, mm. there was no, nothing else. So they would pull it, and it had tremendous torque. So it would start coming. And then... As it got to the middle of the spool, it started picking up speed. And by the time it got to the truck, it was cooking. And you would literally let it bounce off the tandem wheels and swing the boom around. And, and as soon as you let that thing go, that, that log came down with the force of gravity. And hopefully you got it in place. And if not, you, you walked across the load, you used hooks, and you, you got it in. You hooked it in place. And then you do the whole thing over again. Then... We got into 
having bobcats with attachments. And back then, they, they had rubber tire bobcats with these, these grapples on them. And they would just do, do so much rutting of yards. And finally, that technology changed to the, to the big, wide tracks. And then we could put those tracks on mats. And then it went to the mini bobcats. So, and those bobcats operated on those mats. And it was all about engineering the, the drive of the bobcat and the ability for the, the, um, the bobcat to manipulate the load. So that, that's just one aspect that's, that's come a long way. Well, I, you know, the other thing I know you wanted to talk a little bit about is permitting. That, that's something maybe people aren't thinking about, but they should. That's right. There are some areas like the whole city of Marietta. You really don't need a, a permit in Marietta. Um, Cobb County, not really. There's just a few cities that, that have, uh, have permit requirements. But for most of Fulton County, there is pretty much a permit in every city, and it's different in every city. So it's a good idea to, ha- to, uh, to hire a company that knows all the ins and outs. I have one special person in my office that does nothing but permits. And because they're all different, and they have different application procedures, uh, most of them require a picture of the tree, um, a survey of the, the, the lot, where the location of the trees are and a reason for them being taken down. So Bob, why is it. why is it that all these municipalities that are basically in the same metropolitan area have such a variance in permits? Why don't they have one per one? Rec- you know what I mean, Dan? It's like one- the building industry. The, the building permits in different counties are are different. I, I mean, it's going to drive you nuts. That's uh, government, right? I mean, that, why, that's like it's a tax. why our government. We're so from the government. Right? We're here to help. Yeah. Why not just tax us? Set a tax. Taxes, you know, keep it simple, oh, but okay. too, that's too simple. Go, that's, that's another not government. tax. We don't necessarily need that either. <laughs> you know, my thoughts have been this: nobody pays perfectly good money to cut down a perfectly good tree, except for municipalities like cities, counties, and developers. Mm. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. You're right, and a lot and power utility companies, power companies, they'll cut down a yeah. perfectly good tree. You know, one of the things that I think a lot of the res I'm, I'm getting off on a uh, different thing here real quick, but one of the things I think a lot of residential customers are always surprised at. You know, they get a tree taken down, and then they're always surprised that they have to get the the stump grounded. They want the stump out, and they think that should all be one thing, but that's two separate processes, right? And it is. And an additional cost, obviously. It is. Different equipment. Yeah, and let's face it, if you got a stump in the woods that you never go in, I mean, why pay why pay uh 30 bucks a foot to grind a stump? You know, uh some people want to look at the stump. <laughs> we cut down a very 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 old tree recently and they wanted to she wanted to spend the rest of her life being able to look at that stump. Maybe it's a chair, right? Maybe they sit yeah, down on it at some right. point and look out at the rest through their yard. Jim. They got I mean, enjoyment that out of the How about the, these the people tree? that think they can pay to get a tree cut down? They don't want to pay to grunt this, grind the stump, but they think they can drill a hole in the stump and pour milk or something to rot it and make it go away. You know those myths. Talk about those well, for something. Well, you know, <laughs> maybe it's uh, not stumps have been being <laughs> rotted for, for, uh, for 400 million years. So... 
I have ways to rot to to rot them, and nature has ways to rot stumps. Yeah. yeah. So it can be done. Yeah. Well, you know, Bob, it's been it's been such a great show having you here. Will you come back again in the future? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, definitely. And 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 folks who want to want to talk to Tomahawk and get some information or maybe have you come out, what what's the best way for them to contact Tomahawk? Well, you can you can email us. You can go on our website. Uh, you can check out chopemcheap.com, uh, tomahawktreeservice.com. Um, I implore everybody out there to, you know, really da- look up dangerous trees are everywhere. You, you know, you're the steward. The homeowner's the steward of the tree. And if you don't know, if you don't have a degree in forestry or biology, you know, let me come out. It's free. Let me look at your tree. Wait a minute. What's free? Talk, 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 tell our audience. What's free? free? It's free. Oh, it's, it's free, Dan. It's, we it's, love the free. The removal's not free. But, <laughs> but uh, remember, I compete with the, with my worst of competitors. You right, know, right, I, I there's uh, people who cut a lot of corners that I'm yeah. not willing to cut. Yeah. Um, I compete very well with them. And I have a, uh, I do have a wealth of 33 years of, of studying trees with, uh, uh, and I crave it. Yeah. And um, yeah. I am happy to give a free hazard tree assessment. Uh, let me spend a, uh, you know, a half an hour with you and, and let me look at your trees. All right. Thank you, Bob Coombs, Tomahawk. Thank you, Dan Watkins, All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors for sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show every Saturday morning at 9. Have a great week. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.